Koke, a podcast for all generations. Koke is a Punjabi word. It means to be open or speak openly. And here at Koke, we encourage everyone to listen Koke, speak Koke, and think Koke. I'm Simran. I'm Nimrit. And Koke. And this is season three, episode four, people. And it's going to be called Candid Quarantine Check-In, because that's exactly what we're going to do. Um, I wanted to, my idea for this was for us all to kind of like do a live check-in like we've done before, um, and just be really candid about how we're feeling and what's going on for us, because I know the last couple episodes we've done, as you may or may not hear, subtle plug here to go listen to them, um, (laughs) were like really helpful and hopeful tool-oriented kind of discussions about, you know, what we're all going through and ways to kind of get through it and work through it. Um, and I thought maybe this time we could talk about how sometimes it's not always that perfect and sometimes it's not always, you're not always able to be that positive and optimistic. At least that's how I feel. To keep it real, some days are bad and that's okay. Um, I'm, I'll start off. I'm the kind of person that can get really overwhelmed by... And like anxious, and I used the word squirmy earlier to describe this because that's generally like inside I feel like a squirmy worm. Um, if I consume so much like I, like content that's like, you know, hopeful and helpful and positive and look at all this amazing stuff, and I love it, but if I'm in a bad mood or I'm, I'm not in that place where I'm like ready to go there, I almost I almost start to feel bad that I'm not like quote-unquote normal or I'm not in a place where I can be that positive or that maybe my personality type is slightly cynical because I think that's true for me um and I realized the other day I was thinking about that I think sometimes it's a choice to be that positive and to like you know go for those things and that happens like it's not you're not always like that no being is no person is always 100% perfectly optimistic and positive I don't think that's true but Mm -hmm. it's also can be situational like if you're going through some shit you're going through some shit you can't be always 100% perfect and positive and part of it is that like you have to understand yourself and your personality type and what works for you and what this is the thing that I thought I, I wrote this down what fills someone else's cup may not be what you need to fill your cup, and that's okay. Harpo snapping her fingers. I feel that's so beautiful. I knew she was gonna like it. Thank you. <laughs> I wrote it down. I love it. it has seven exclamation marks. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that was my quote of the week, I guess. But that's how I'm feeling. Like sometimes I'm really good. You know, our last two episodes were really helpful, and I think um, when I get to edit them like a week later or how many days later, it's really interesting to see, like, how, what I've been through in that week since. Like, I might have felt really shitty that day, recorded it, and then felt good afterwards, and then been like, okay, I'm going to be good now, and then, like, had a couple bad days, and then I go back to edit it, and I'm like, oh, you're really just back in the same spot you were, and then it makes me feel good again. So, um, yeah, quarantine's hard. Um, it's got its up and downs, and I think accepting that has been a big piece for me, at least in the last two weeks. Yeah, I feel like I think of the I think of a roller coaster to describe how I felt during this quarantine. Um, I think when we were doing our Active Hope podcast, I felt really hopeful and I was 
like at that time working from home and it was a lot of like it had just begun for me and it was like I really needed a break all the time so I was feeling really good about it Mm -hmm. but then over time I felt like I wasn't doing things that were making me like happy weren't fun and so I wasn't really necessarily like releasing endorphins Mm -hmm. and I was starting to feel real down like it was so hard for me to get out of bed every morning um I was doing the bare minimum like I just didn't feel like myself either like I'm somebody who Like, I like to, like, dress up and, like, do my makeup and, like, look cute and, like, go out for the day. And I feel like the way I look is a direct correlation with how I feel. And because there's there was no uh, incentive to look good anymore, even when I was going to work, I was just feeling, like, really shitty. Like, I just, I feel like it was bringing me back to my original self. Like, I obviously didn't have my nails done, didn't have my um, lashes done. You know, my hair was growing out and I didn't have to care about myself which was like nice for like a hot minute. And then all of a sudden I started to have like an identity crisis. Um, and I still feel that way. Like I, you know, to be honest, like I've gained weight during this pandemic and it's, I'm for the first time in a really long time, more insecure about myself than I have been. I'm genuinely, um, generally, sorry, not genuinely, generally a very confident person, but lately I'm just like, Oh my God, like it's hard. So it, but, but then at the same time, the lows have been low, but then the highs have been high. So a lot of yeah. good things have come from this, but I will say that I've existed in my head a lot during this pandemic and it's yeah, really hard. I feel like it's really hard not to go into your head. Um, I feel like you guys have captured where I've been. What a metaphor would I use rather than a roller coaster? Because even a roller coaster has some kind of certainty to it. You can see it's the rails. <laughs> you know, it goes up and comes down, then it goes totally, totally and upside down. And this has been worse than that for me because at one moment I feel like I'm stable. The There's next no safety belt on this yeah, roller coaster. I know. Yeah. I'm fucking flung through the air and I land on the floor in a mess yeah. of broken bones. And then I pick myself up the next day. Like, yeah. I real low lows. Um, I'm... This week I started, well, maybe two weeks now. I've just been so nostalgic. Yeah. I was trying to like, you know, put on my big girl pants and okay, the world, the way we knew it has ended and I'm okay with it kind of stuff. But I'm not okay with it. I'm nostalgic about the days I could go out and meet people in person. Yeah. And go on this beautiful earth and, and see beautiful things. I feel trapped trapped and constrained mm-hmm. and the world's still out there and I know I'll get out there again but it's just it's kind of hard to be inside I think I also didn't realize how not like myself I was feeling like you were talking about Harpo until um last week or the week before I have a, one of my best friends lives across the street we've known each other since we were like in fifth grade and um I hadn't seen her until literally like a couple days before everything got stopped like shut down and we do our, like, semi-weekly, like, Zoom, like, catch-ups. But she was like, hey, do you want to go and sit on the grass outside? <laughs> like, we can have our own blankets and, like, be six feet apart or whatever. But, like, do you want to just go outside because I'm losing my mind? And I was like, at first I really wanted to say no because I've almost, like, become, like, like the shell of my home is, like, my comfort zone now in a weird way. Even though it also, like, causes me a lot of, like, torment sometimes. But... I was like, yeah, okay. So we went and I sat outside and there were people out there, but like it wasn't too bad and there were just dogs running around and like everyone was doing their own thing in their own little spaces, but like it felt so normal and I'm sitting there and I was like, I didn't realize like how not normal I felt or Mm -hmm. like not like myself I felt until now. 
They're so weird. Mm-hmm. And then I came home and I said to my sister, we need to go for a drive or we need to go do something. And she was like, no, because she was in her little hermit thing. And then we all got out and did something together. And she and went for a walk mm-hmm. in the trail. And she was like, yeah, I get it. So mm-hmm. I think it sometimes is like you don't really realize like how much it's affecting you or how like the small things that you do, like getting your nails done or like getting ready for the day, like can flip you upside down with no safety. Yeah. And even for me, like, as you're talking, like, two things are coming up for me that I can feel for myself. Um, The first is, like, I'm quite emotional right now because I haven't stopped to, like, really reflect on how the entire time has been. And I'm getting really emotional because it was really hard. Like, it was very overwhelming. There was a lot of anxiety involved, um, mainly because, like, your whole, like, world stops, right? And so for me, like, I had to spend more time at home, which I wasn't used to more time just being around things people and just like issues that I hadn't been used to and it was really hard so today I'm good right today I'm in a good place today I'm totally fine but then to look at everything that's happened for me to come to this place is like it feels like that end of like you know when you like working out and during the workout everything is so miserable and you just want it to be over but Mm -hmm. then you feel really accomplished at the end of that workout Mm -hmm. but then when I look back at all this time of like the cost at which the piece that I'm feeling today has come at was really exhausting and so it does make me emotional and I you know I I want to cry about it I'm not going to because you know I'm good today um and then the other thing that I was thinking was um like because you haven't been like, you know how you're saying, like you go and you're like, Oh, I I didn't realize things weren't normal. I'm also like a little bit fearful of going back to do things that I used to enjoy before, but then learning that I've actually outgrown them and I don't want to do them anymore or people that I like used to love and I haven't seen them for two months now. And I'm like, okay, I can live without this person. And then I have to start seeing them all of a sudden and realize I actually don't want to. I'm really fearful of that. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say that there's, like, fears about, like, coming out of quarantine, whether it's, like, going outside or, like, safety concerns or health concerns, but then also, like, because we've had all this time to reflect, like you're saying, what does not only the new normal of, quote-unquote, new normal of the world, but, like, what does our own, like, new normal look like, and, like, who are we okay with, who are we not okay with? Mm -hmm. What are we okay with, what are we not okay with? Because this thing was such a huge shock to the system, and... Like, you're basically in survival mode and, like, real survival mode. Not the kind that I talked about, like, two seasons ago where I just, like, live in this Mm -hmm. world of, like, I'm trying to just whatever. But, like, real survival mode. And then you come back and you're like, okay, so my standards of how how I want to be treated are up here because life's too short. And my, like, intentions or what I want to do with my energy are up here now. I'm pointing pretty high. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. What's happening for me is, and I think maybe it's a bit related to the nostalgia I was talking about, is how the simplest of things for me now are, I'm just, I get so happy. Yes. Tangible, like happy saw, moments. Another point my, of mine. my friend's little, um, oh my well, she's God. not a little baby anymore. She is to me forever. She's, uh, she's nearly two years old. They used to come over every Monday and she knew us and she loved us. Yeah. And it was great. And and then we had to stop. Yeah. And so just seeing her again, the amount of happiness I got from that visit. I made my whole week. Yeah. It like... It made my whole month. Just <laughs> made me so happy. Um, so I, the simplest of things yeah, just dude. feel... 
If so I need a good, you. like, if I need to feel good, I look at photos of this baby. I watch videos of her trying to say words. I just think she's the cutest thing in the world. She makes me really happy. And that's the thing that I'm looking forward to the most going back to. It's, like, those, like, those good things. To people, to nature. And it's not necessarily to, I don't know. It feels different you know, to before. You know what, though? To that point, I feel like what's really been interesting is to see how little we actually need to to just yes. live and thrive. Mm. Yes. Right? I feel like a succulent. Like, I actually don't need that much to thrive. <laughs> no, you don't. I can be watered every two weeks and I'll be good. Like, I don't need to be watered every day. That's the metaphor. Yeah. I'll be taking water every day. But do you know what I mean? Because yeah. so many, like, things were shut off to us and, and the things that we thought we couldn't live without, like, you actually did have to live without them and we are fine. So... For me, that's really helpful like in my, it's really helpful in my goal of intentional living because I'm only doing things out of intent now and not necessarily just doing them because I thought I, that's what I wanted that I needed. Yeah. And I think to attach to that also is, um, like, like going back to basics, um, and like, I would say I a little bit to do with maybe like social media, like you see all these things and you're like, okay, I need to be doing all these things. But even that power is gone. Like the power that that mm-hmm. had is gone, I think, for me. Yeah. Um, I also just stopped giving a fuck. Yes. Honestly, I stopped giving a fuck. I was someone who used to give too many fucks. Um, <clears throat> and it's really helped me strip away things that I thought I was like, I'm serious. Like I'm having an identity crisis, but in a, in the way that I'm like, oh my God, I actually am coming home to myself. And Josie, who we had our last podcast with, started a series on Instagram called like home and like, mm-hmm. you know, examining this concept of home. And I'll be very honestly, we're having a candid check-in. So I'll have a candid check-in that during this quarantine, I realized for the first time in a very long time that like, I do want certain things that I felt like I was shutting myself off to. Like, I do want marriage and I do want children and all these kinds of things. Like, I'm craving motherhood as a 23-year-old. Me and my sister were talking about this yesterday. I want it. It's baby true. So bad. Yeah. And which is like, I'm not saying I want it right here, right no. now. You know what I mean? But, like, but I, it, yeah. I feel like my definitions of like what I was supposed to want have really just like the fog has cleared. You know? Yeah. Yeah. On the other hand, what's happened to me was uh, for me, the fog has cleared. I want things really simple. I used to think that I needed to live in a city and I needed so many things around me. But now that I don't do them anymore, like what I really need around me is a good house that won't fall down on me, Mm -hmm. you know, and I just need trees. That's what I need. Yeah. That's what nourishes me. I mean, you obviously want to have food and all those things and healthcare and all those things. But I used to really think I needed to live in a city with a certain like museums or things like that. Can you say that I... Literally used to make fun of Abbotsford all the time. I used to make so much fun of Abbotsford. And two weeks ago, I went to Abbotsford for a hike, and I was like, "Yo, it ain't bad. I can live here." Um, I'm really into Abbotsford these days. Like, yeah, you're right. I feel like I not I wouldn't abandon Surrey because I love Surrey, but the idea of like the lushness and the greenness and having a hike at like my doorstep is such a such a riveting experience for yeah. me you now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when we went for our like trail walk and. In, in the endowment lands, after yeah. two months, we start the trail. Mom starts crying. I was just like, <laughs> swear, and they're like, they couldn't believe. We're like, it. Ta- we, me and my sister are laughing. We're talking about something else. I turn around, she's just bawling. She's reaching for are tissues. Are you serious? Yeah. Okay, what made you cry? What made you cry? Oh my god, just to be under the canopy of the trees again and the forest and the air there is different yeah. and it's so beautiful. And we used to go there a lot. Yeah. 
So, so it was nice to actually go again. It's a simple thing. It was so weird. And, like, seeing people and, like, you know, everyone's staying to their own side of the path and, like, everyone's being really good, which was great. And you're just, like, it's weird, but it's also really nice. Yeah, know. and people just say hello to each other and nod yeah. at each other a lot more. There's more, We talked like, about that last time. Oh, my God, we're humans together. Yeah, also, I wanted to share, I guess, in... I feel like it's normal... It's, Normal to not feel normal because we're going through a goddamn pandemic, right? And I think it's some... For me, it was really hard to, like, accept that my level of, like, productivity... Not that I... I mean, you know, my level of productivity or, like, how I was feeling, like, was, like, not okay kind of thing. Or I was kind of expecting to kind of be the same as I was before this. But I think there's a difference between, like, you know, staying home because you want to or staying home because you have to because there's, like, this huge crisis happening and there's so many other concerns. And then I was on um, Instagram and saw these, like, tweets that somebody tweeted. Um, And I'm going to read it. It's kind of long, but it's cool. I think it's really interesting and appropriate. Uh, So how it starts. It says, let me be clear, a thread. To those, quote-unquote, all-over-the-place feelings you've been having, they're symptoms of stress, not personal failures failures of yours. Do you feel flaky and inconsistent? That's because your brain doesn't know what to do, what news will break next, or what next month will hold. Tired easily? That's because your brain is burning energy ten times faster than usual. Can't seem to focus? That's because your brain has temporarily shut down some functionality in your prefrontal cortex, the part that judges complex tasks and planning, due to the stress response. Feeling creatively blocked? That's because your brain has temporarily diverted all its creative, aka ability to solve novel problems to how do I avoid dying while in a narrowed, slow burn, fight or flight state. Suddenly don't give a fuck about future-based goals, projects, or dreams you had that you used to. That's because your brain knows being short-sighted is a safer way to cope right now. Oh my god. Your plans, creativity, energy, focus, and motivation are on a yo-yo right now because your brain believes you need to be extremely adaptive. You will not be on this roller coaster forever. Be patient with your brain. Sincerely, a positive psychology certified coach and fellow human. This is Alexis Rockley on Twitter. I know. I read that a few days ago and I was like, okay, I'm good. (laughs) It's just my brain. It's just my brain doing what it needs to do. And how amazing is that? That's so in, like all encompassing of yeah. literally everyone and everything. Like wow, that is. Then I then I don't feel like there's something wrong. Right, exactly, that's what I mean. It's like it's normal to not feel normal because we're going through a it's goddamn pandemic. Wrong. You know, have you ever had this thought? But I was like, I'm doing this pandemic wrong. Have you ever had that thought? Yeah, and we talked like, about this a little bit last time. Like we were talking about okay, turning inward and all the stuff. And I was like, yes, I think that's an aspect to it. But then some days I have bad days, and I'm like. Am I wasting my time? What am I doing? Yeah, I just thought I was doing it wrong. Everybody else seemed to doing, be doing it a different way. So I think what I'm realizing is talking about it normalizes it. When you hear about yeah. the brain chemistry, you're like, okay, it's just my brain chemistry. I'm not going nuts or going paranoid. And mm-hmm. just take a breath and tomorrow's another day. And there'll yeah. be a different brain chemistry. And you know, I'm really appreciative, appreciative, appreciative of like people who are putting out such good content and, and like positive things for other people to look at so that you feel a bit happy and you feel like okay everyone's kind of going through it but this is how you can kind of make the most of stuff but uh, at the same time like we don't have all the answers nobody has the solution right now like but like you're saying mom talking about it 
kind of helps me to feel less alone in that up mm-hmm. and down roller coaster with no seatbelt. Yeah. And I think in a way I've been a little bit uh, blessed in the sense that I still got to work and I still got mm-hmm. to have a routine every day. Mm-hmm. Part of me also wishes that wasn't true. Part of me wishes that there was no routine and there was no schedule that I could just like go out there and just have been like a free for all. But pros and cons to everything, to be honest, yeah. you know, so I don't know what my point was for that. I just wanted to say. But that. I think what it feels like we're all talking about is like we went through this. It feels like a tunnel, a dark tunnel. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like there's a light coming out at the end of it. Things are quasi opening up, coming back to normal, the new normal. And I was also thinking that, you know, something that just came into my mind was there's so much comfort in the sense of like in the there's so much comfort in knowing that everybody, like all of us as a freaking yes. globe went through this together. There was yes. not a single person that didn't go through this because it was global. And I think what it, and perhaps the universe did that to us because we all were feeling more isolated than ever as a society, right? Yeah. Like, for example, like my friend was saying, talking about SARS because, you know, SARS happened in what, 2003. And she was like, well, the world was different at that time, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, well, no, it's the same thing, but it's really not the same thing. It's vastly different because the world changed so much in over 17 years between then and now that we all went through this together. And it's such a unifying experience. Like, I feel so connected to people all the way over the world, you know, like, I feel like when people see each other now, they're so much more compassionate. They're like understanding you know, and I've seen that with people who were unlikely to be compassionate towards one another. And it just feels great that we were we went through this unifying experience together. And it's perhaps we needed it because we were all in very isolated places. Yeah. yeah. I was talking to my friend this morning and I said, I'm wondering what the global prayer was in the world that had the mm. pandemic happen. And I'm telling you, 95% of people before this was saying, oh, I wish I could take a break. They were. Yeah. We were busy in a rat race, stressed out, running around, you know, kids in 500 activities, three meals, like we were going nuts. And so many people I talked to say that that was their prayer. And I secretly thought, oh my God, did I bring about the pandemic? Because I was kind of wanting a break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, I would just wish I had two days off. Yeah. And, and we got our time off. And now what are we going to do with it? On the other end. And I shared this. I shared this with you both in my in my uh, check in, and I'm going to share it again. That when I was driving today, I was driving on a highway, and it was really busy. And from a distance, I saw something on the road, and it was like moving around. And then when I got closer, as soon as I started to get closer, I had slowed down, turned my hazards on, so that people behind me could see it as well. And it was um a, I, I don't know if it was a duck or like what it was, it's some sort of bird. And it was a, a mother and like the baby behind and they were just circling. And when I looked into my rear view mirror, like cars were like so much distance behind, like a really big semi truck with like a trailer and everything. Everybody kind of just slowed. And I looked to my neighbor and it was just so cool that like my, the, the car and the neighbor um, was like looking at me and we were both smiling because it was like totally okay that we're stopped in this like highway. And I've never stopped on that highway before. And to me, like, the reason that I got emotional once they had passed and I started my car again was that it, it's like the pandemic. It's like 
you're going down this road and you're just going and going because it, mindlessly, right? Like uh, most of the time when I drive, it's just nature. I'm not even thinking about the drive itself or like the technical aspects of driving and something as small as those birds came in the way and just stopped an entire fleet of cars. And we had to stop, right? Like we all stopped, even though we all had places to go, things to do, places to be, people to see, we had an entire day. Nature came in and was like, no, not right now. I need something from all of you and I need you all to stop. And it was so representative of me to the entire pandemic and entire state of the world. I think that's why I got emotional that we think we're so strong and capable and, and brilliant as humans, but then we always lose to nature when it comes to any sort of aspect of nature. Yeah. I love ducks. <laughs> I, I want you to end it right there at the I love ducks. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, this felt good. It felt good to do a candid check-in with you guys about quarantine. Um, shout out to Panit for answering our little question sticker with this topic for today. Um, thank you so much. And... I hope all of you are well and keep being kind to each other because quarantine's hard, man, but we're, okay. we're going to be okay. Yeah, just stop and smell the fucking roses in it. And look up at the ducks. <laughs> in it. In it. <laughs>